0: Hello, everyone, welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, I wanted to go ahead and make this other episode. I usually try to make these almost weekly or somewhere close, but I found some really hot topics that were brought up um, in the church service, and I thought I'd bring them up because I did some research into the woke culture. I want to go ahead and give that a disclaimer. Uh, but before we jump into this, I want to say welcome to the Back to Next Generation Saints. Um, this is Christian Apologetics and Ministry. So if you do like listening to these, please like and subscribe. Um, I don't know if I've told you guys recently, but I actually became i I've become a director uh, for Christian Apologetics here in Phoenix, Arizona, out of Scottsdale. Uh, I'm working on details of North Bible Church um, out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, I am a, like I said, a director, and this is for stand to reason. Uh, Christian Apologetics Ministry. So I recently became that. So if you're interested, please contact me at coons K-U-N-Z-E, 88, at gmail.com. That email again is coons spelled K-U-N-Z-E, 88, at gmail.com. Now let's get back into the program. So I was looking into more and more about these companies that keep fought, because we keep seeing about it since it is the Holy month of pride which our great nation and many other companies and all over the place i mean i always driving at work today and i drive a truck for hvac and i keep coming across billboards of like let's celebrate pride the lgbtq let's do the you know celebrate with a with the rainbow colors i first want before we jump um i first want to point this out the rainbow doesn't belong to the lgbtq community it doesn't it belongs to God. God created the rainbow after the flood of Noah. Because he promised that he would not flood the earth again. He would not destroy the earth through flood. But don't worry, folks. He does have a fire at his disposal. And he is perfectly willing to use it. And he will judge the earth. And there, the, the Bible does talk about how he will judge the fire uh, earth and burn it to a crisp. Before cre- recreating a new heavens and a new earth. So... This want to throw that out there. So a lot of us are seeing, I see a lot of people on social media. I saw a lot of people out in, um, when I'm driving around and dropping off h night gear, we're talking about how all these companies like Target, uh, the LA Dodgers, uh, let's see, God, even Chick-fil-A and many others have gone, quote, woke, this woke culture that's taken over. And I wanted to focus on Target because something very important came out about what is going on with Target. A lot of families who shop at Target, I'm one of those people who do my wife and I do shop, shop at Target. We've decided not to shop at Target. That is our own personal conviction. I am not telling you what to do. You don't have if you don't want to boycott it, that's fine. If you do, equally as well, that is your prerogative to take. Okay? So, I'm just saying that my wife and I have chosen not to shop there. we to shop at Costco. So, that's us. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. You make up your own mind. So anyway, so I looked into the whole narr- narrative, the whole issue behind this woke culture that was going on with Target, because I felt that there was something else behind it. There's got to be something else happening here and whatnot. Now, in the last podcast, I talked about how transgenderism is actually demonic possessions. A lot of it is demonic related, and a lot of it is because when you read in the Bible like the Madman of Gatorade you come across where Jesus is talking to a demon inside of him and says, who are you? And he says, we are legion for we are many. And how these transgenderism, um, when people are changing pronouns, a lot of it also is connected strictly to demonic possessions. And I touched on how that they're selling t-shirts in Target. Now, whether or not they're still telling, selling these t-shirts, I don't know. I haven't actually gone in there. I don't know the relationship yet completely about uh, the business of Target and the re- and the clothing retail um, company that Target partnered with to sell these transgender LGBTQ, you know, the uh, Alphabet uh, group um, clothing line. So I'm not sure, but again, remember I told you guys about how they sold about Satan, uh, sold Satan. Well, so I looked into this thing. So it turns out the company that is selling it is Ab, it's a London-based clothing company. I'm really bad at pronouncing this name. Aperellian, Ab or Ab uh, whatever. Um the CEO of this company is Eric Car- uh, Carnell. Now Eric Carnell is actually a devoted and this is him describing himself, so I'm not making anything up. I'm you can look it up yourselves on Google all you guys want. He is a devoted socialist and um, he identif- uh no, sorry, sorry, socialist. He's a devout Satanist, sorry, and identifies as a transgender Satanist. He believes to bring that children need to be exposed to Satanism, and the LGBTQ is the perfect way to expose these children to Satanism and lead them into that. Now, it was interesting. I looked. I had to look this information up a little differently because, like, say mainstream media, and I don't know if anyone's still here ever listens to uh, CNN or they've kind of moved on in life. I know I moved on from CNN, but I still, here and there, I like to see what they're saying because CNN, along with other news organizations like MSNBC and CBS, are still extremely worldly and they like to cover up the, sa- the Satanic issue. Now, say, CNN was stating how the boycotts against this, this Satanic man, they're just calling it attacks on the trans community, right? If you question this, and it's, it, and this is actually pretty interesting because when, when you see a lot of these attacks taking place, when people are questioning, I remember I was on uh, social media and I had pointed out because Cracker Barrel had, uh, they basically all went woke. And so I brought up about how transgenderism being brought was this, this whole conversation. I told, say this about business in business, you're supposed to be selling goods and services to people and this goods and services are just supposed to be really good products, right? So if I were to go like to Apple, and let's say that they didn't get involved in Pride Month, and they were just selling really good iPhones, uh, iPods back in the day, iPods, uh, Apple Watches, AirPods, all sorts of great stuff, the product is amazing. Now, most companies don't want to remain outside of politics and religion. That's just two really hot topics you just don't want to get involved in as a business. You just want to stay out of it. <clears throat> what not be pretty much neutral because you never know who you're going to offend. And if you take one side, you're going to alienate the other side. It's just really messy. Stay out of it. It's a general rule of thumb. So I pointed out that um, these companies, the reason that they're changing these things and that they're falling into a woke culture is actually due to a thing called an ESG score. Now an ESG score is really about, um, say you're, Oh gosh, how do I say this? So, so eloquently, it's a diversity type of poll. or, or, or like, a, like a grade, so to speak. And if you get a good grade on these things, then you get better loans, you get treated better, you are... Um, it's just overall better for your business. But the problem is, the ones who support the ESG score are people like BlackRock. Now, BlackRock is run by George Soros. And they are the world's biggest investment company and that's right the world's biggest investment company and they partnered with like the vanderbilts they parted um they have connected with a bunch of other very rich people from the world or uh world uh economic forum the people basically in essence the people want to usher in a new world order now, I know how this sounds. It sounds all conspiratorial, like, oh, well, you know, how could you possibly believe this? But at the same time, when I when we're talking about the Bible, and I talk about this in Connected, is the Bible does talk about how the Antichrist will come in, and there will be a new world order around us. So it may sound crazy, but it is a very biblical worldview to hold. Um, so I pointed out here that the ESG score, that these companies are more into Trying to get a better ESG score and getting and getting better favor by these multi-trillion-dollar companies, investment companies. Now, I remember commenting about this on Cracker Bell and how p- the backlash was huge. Now, this is what I really brought up to the LGBTQ com- um, community because they've always talked about how they are so abused and so you know there's no safe spaces. One of them replied back to me and they're talking about uh, queer people know that there there's a safe place and whatnot uh why can't we just create an open place where everyone's welcomed and i remember telling this person and i'll get i'll make sure to get back to the main point here about satanism but i remember i i told this person this i said last time i checked the queer people have lots of safe spaces heck these guys have entire months devoted to them not to mention parades, a clothing line, award ceremonies, photo ops with the White House and with celebrities, TV shows, movie uh, movies, companies um, like Cracker Barrel and others catering to their special needs, uh, special bathrooms, and changing their company logos to reflect the pride flag. So I said here, um, so this whole thing about from the LGBTQ and trans community about needing safe spaces is just junk. It does. It's stupid. I said, yeah, you you guys ultimately in that community, are fine. You're just starting fights to start a fight. And I I pointed out to him that whenever someone questions this community, whenever they're saying like, like me, I'll come out and say, what are you talking about? This is, this is ridiculous. Or anyone who's like me comes out and questions it. I said, you ha- I said that the LGBT trans community acts like a victim when someone questions or voices their disapproval. And on top of that, when I try to bring this up to the trans community on social media and at the same time on this podcast... Last time I checked, because they would say, like, you know, we are losing our rights, we're not able to go into places, and oh my gosh, we fear for our lives. So I brought, I brought it into a reality check, and this is outside of the satanic stuff, but I brought this into reality check. So the last time I checked, there aren't any no queer signs on any store, restaurant, or any other establishment, for that matter, that I, that I have ever seen. Or any I have gay friends, and they have never seen it either. So I was like, so why are you guys all a victim? I don't believe you guys are. I don't believe the LGBTQ trans community are victims of anything, but themselves in satanic worship. Because like I said, I pointed this out, but it was this guy who is furthering it is a satanic worshiper. That is what's going on here. Now, it's interesting how it ties right into the Bible here. Because... When we read in the book of Romans about what is going on here. And I'm just going to read Romans chapter 1, verse 18. I'm going to go all the way through finishing chapter 1. And I'm just going to go ahead and read this to you. Because this is will make sense. And when I read it out loud, you'll probably be able to connect the dots. Because I know you all are pretty smart. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all... The godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what they ha- what may be known about God is plain to them, which is like general revelation. Because God has made it plain for them. Since since the creation of the world God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so the people are without excuse. For all that although they knew God they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings, birds, and animals, and reptiles. Therefore God gave them over the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impure, impurity, for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served, created things, rather than the Creator who is forever praised. Amen. Are we seeing this in society? Can you check track with me on this? Am I, you know, I, I don't believe I'm going insane here at all. I think this is perfect, exactly as as Paul is talking about. And this is in the, uh, between the 1st and 2nd century, where you actually have, Paul talking about this, and this is the Romans, by the way. We're supposed to be more advanced. We're supposed to be more, uh, you know, like, a better society than they were. And yet we're practicing exactly the same thing that Paul is addressing. That's what is happening in our culture so much. Every time a culture rejects God and tells God to get out, they rejects Jesus their culture becomes futile. Their thinking becomes ri- ridiculous. Madness is what's another word for this. Is absolute madness. Now continuing on, because of this, God gave them over to um, shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual uh, relations with un- for unnatural ones. In the same way, men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed. With lust for one another, men committed shameful acts of other men and received within, received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they did not think it was worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a deprived mind so they d- that they do what ought not be done. So mankind, so right now what we see in our society is lots of people, these alphabet people, all this in our society are people who are rejecting God. They don't want God in their lives. They don't want to follow his rules. They want to do things their own way. They want to live according to their lustful desires. They want to live according to sin. So God, who sees them fighting like heck to get away from him, goes, okay, fine. I will hand you over to a depraved mind. Madness. Women thinking they become men. Men thinking they can become women. Women amputating their breasts off and men cutting off their penises. I mean, this is madness to that, that these people that we thought, when you go to university, the, the, the whole notion that men and women were based on chromosomes, right? XX was a woman. XY was a man. This is science. They have rejected the truth of God. Found nature, general revelation here. The truth about God for a lie. That is literally right now. That is happening. And they're trying to push it on everyone else. They're trying to shove it down your throat. Left, right, and center. They have been given in to a depraved mind. To absolute madness. Now they continue on. Uh, 29, Continuing on. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. Don't we see that? They would just want to help the kids. We just want to do this with the children. I have an idea. You're going after kids. These people are going after children, to trans children. Now, I don't have any kids with my wife right now. We don't have any. Long story, it's not that easy for us. We do have a hard time. But here's the thing. If I had children, I would not put them into public schools. Now, this is not as an attack against teachers in public schools. My own mother is a, public, is a um, retired public school teacher. So I got nothing against them. But when they are teaching these things of transgenderism, it's kind of like this. Let's say, I'm going to be conservative about this. Let's say that you're, um, you're going to send your kids to public school and there, they're going to learn. Let's say that ninety-two um, percent of the time, they are going to learn about just regular education. But then now they're going to spend about eight percent of that time being indoctrinated. Now I got to ask you a question, and this was actually brought up by a pastor. And I think he made a very, very healthy, a very good point here. If I were to give you water that was ninety-two percent, just plain. Um, drinking water but then eight percent of it is poison would you drink that yourself would you give that to a child i would i'm telling you right now i wouldn't so why would you do that in kids education oh my goodness now here we continue on they are gossips, slanderers god haters insolent arrogant and boastful oh well, we have like we haven't seen that they invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. I've at least seen that drastically. Unless you agree with our worldview, we're going to destroy you. Although they knew God's righteous, righteous decree, because we have preachers out there who are preaching to them and telling them. Although they knew God's righteous decree, they those who do such and deserve death. They not only continued in the very things, but also proved, of those who practice them. That's what we're seeing. That's exactly what we're seeing. <laughs> so what we're seeing all is this. Is where we have say, Satanism. That is going hardcore into our culture. Hard, hardcore. core, Satanic worship. I mean like you're on TikTok. If you ever be on TikTok. You, know, people, you guys who listen to this. You'll actually see. And I talked about this before, but I'll talk about it again. You will actually see on live viewing on TikTok, majority of people on there, apart from the weird people like to sell things or just do stupid stuff on, online, which happens all the time, they'll actually have satanic worshippers. And they're all transgender. All of them are transgender. Satan loves trans people. Oh, I'm a satanist now. I'm a true satanist. I love Satan. Hell, Satan. Left, right, and center. They are talking about Satan. They are worshiping Satan. Folks, this is a satanic attack. We can, I because I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, yeah, I can boycott a, a company, but that's not going to really do anything. And uh, what can I really do? So before we can up our hands and say we can't do anything. We need to understand that we are fighting not against flesh and blood, but against the powers, the spirits, and uh, whatnot. This is, that's what the Bible teaches us. This is a spiritual battle. Satan is in this. And he is cre- they, Satan is creating this entire depravity, because the Antichrist is going to come into power. And he's going to come into power and be welcomed by people like this. They're going to have such a depraved mind, that they're going to welcome him in with open arms. And these, and they're going to believe he is the Messiah. I believe this is the very beginning of all that. Because the Bible predicts all this is going to happen. So what can we do? Most people, like myself, I, I mean, I can understand you want to throw up your hands and go, I can't do anything about it. I'm, I'm hopeless. It's a hopeless cause. But I want to give you some encouragement. It's not a hopeless cause. What are we to do? The Bible tells us to still seek The Lord. You can fight these battles on your knees in prayer. Love, your, love God with your heart, mind, soul, strength, everything in you. Love your neighbor. Jesus defeated Satan. This is his, Satan's attempt to bring everyone down with him. But remember, Jesus has won. He has ultimately won this war, this whole thing. These are just skirmish battles. A desperate man, or I would say a desperate man, but Satan's not a man. But I would say this is somebody who's desperate and just trying to take everyone down with him. It's kind of like if you know that you're about to die. If I was watching the Matrix movie, Matrix Rev uh, um uh was it Matrix Revolutions, and here they have their yeah they're in a big scene in a big um big dock and they have um the machines are coming to Zion coming to come and destroy it, and uh the g- top general who goes in and goes he makes a speech and he says um, you all know who I am. <laughs> I love how he says you all know who I am. Uh, uh, so I'll make this as simple as I can if we have to give these you know explicit these are lives we give up heck before we go if like cheers it reminds me of Satan he has lost the battle Jesus has won he has declared ultimate victory Satan is just trying to drag as many of God's creation the most precious creation God has the very thing that God has created in his likeness and image, you and me, he is trying to drag us down. The crazy part is, there will be many Christians who fall away. Remember, the, the path to heaven, the path to salvation is, is narrow and slim. And even Jesus says in a small door, not many will find it. Not many will go in. And the pathway to Ungodliness. I, you know, I, I, I got to say this about this. It, I was looking at Bishop, California, where I was born and raised. I have friends out there who are living out there. And, and over at the Tri-County Fair, they had a Pride Month. And, and I wasn't surprised by a few people who showed up there. And they're making Facebook or uh, or Instagram posts about. I was like, oh yeah, those kind of people I imagine would go. You know, they've never really had any kind of faith whatsoever. But then I'm finding like girls and guys who I grew up with, who are from devout Christian homes, and I thought were very strong, who are over there celebrating pride. Folks, this is <laughs> this is hardcore. This is like, I I have to, I have to look at this, and I'm going to say this on this recording right now. Just to cover up as I wrap up this podcast episode, it's interesting. Um, what was it in the Book of Revelations I was reading about it in my class? And you, um, and what transpires is Jesus is talking to the different churches, the seven churches, right? And he's talking, and they're talking about the pillars. And Jesus sa- says something good about them, but also says something bad. But he ultimately brings up two main points. We're all going to go through trials and tribulations, through persecution as a church. We are. And you're going to have to make a choice here. Jesus says, on one hand, you can remain faithful to me. And I encourage you to, because remember, your reward in heaven is great. Or you could choose to compromise and follow what this world wants you to do. As the Bible would say, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. But in this house, We will serve the Lord. So I encourage all of you out there, as this culture war goes on, love God with all your heart, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor. Seek God's will. Pray against these forces. Remember, Jesus has won, but we're still in the battle together. All of us are together. So I want to leave you with those words of encouragement. So until next time we meet again, may God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.